What's going on, traders? How we doing? Welcome and welcome to the SPACs Attack. Let's get this show started. what's going on traders how we doing out there you know one of the things is i'm gonna be on my own today so if you guys want to support money mitch here holding it down for you guys and not canceling on you today definitely give me a thumbs up chris isn't feeling the best so definitely let him know on his twitter get well soon we need you back chrisopedia because at the end of the day this show isn't the same, of course, without Chris, but I, I want to definitely give some shout outs today. I'm going to be having some fun. If you guys want to join the show, go ahead and let me know. I might even call somebody on in the chat to come and join me on the show. If you got a camera, you want to talk some SPACs, I might give you that shot today. You never know. Let, give me a shout out in the chat. You guys already know. Definitely, definitely. Word up, guys. Enjoying it. Have a great day. Let's get this party started. Let's take a look at what we got today and what's moving out there. Of course, you know, yesterday we had a, a, a tough kind of hit in the in the SPAC market. So we're going to be looking at that. Um, we're going to be looking at some MUDs. MUDs is definitely on the move, guys. We were going to do a tops opening. Um, so those of you guys that are here exactly only for the opening, I will let you know, guys, it's Chris's packs that it still haven't gotten open. So we're going to wait till Chris gets back here tomorrow, and then we'll go ahead and open that pack. But what I'll do for you guys today is I'm going to be going through the process of how you go ahead and sell one of these cards or also buy one of these cards. Who knows? I might make a purchase right now, guys. I got some wax. I'm going to be looking at maybe some uh, exclusives or some rares to go ahead and purchase. Uh, maybe if you got a favorite player, put him in the chat. We'll go ahead and take a look at that card and, and we'll do something a little bit different today and have some fun. But like always, guys, we're going to enjoy today because at the end of the day, regardless if we're going down, we're always going You guys see it there, guys. We're always going up like the rocket to the moon, baby, to the moon. Want to give some shout outs definitely in the chat. Looking like some people are finally coming in there. I don't think we remembered probably set up that redirect. Maybe that was us, but we ended a little earlier. But definitely, definitely Money Mitch is in the house. Let's get it. Let's get it to the moon. We're going to keep going. You guys already know. We'll definitely check it out. Like Carl says, to the moon, baby, to the moon. Let's get the SPACs attack. All right, guys, so today for headlines, uh, first up first is ARC Funds bought more shares of skill here, guys. If you guys hear me clicking a little bit, it's because normally I'm in the back doing this for you guys, um, but I'll go ahead and I'll get this up. ARC Funds bought more shares of skills here, um, so definitely going to take a look at skills. Their earnings came out, and they were actually really good, guys. Their guidance actually increased there. Um, another thing that stated there was that there was an 81% increase there in, in their business. So one of the things that we're going to look at is the skill get the pop back. 
you know, Kathy's been buying this one for a while. I think she has a substantial amount of position. I think it's over 3 million shares. So we're going to definitely take a look to see if skills is bouncing back. Definitely a record quarter. I talked a lot, a little bit more about it on money Mitch yesterday. So if you guys want to see a little bit more in depth into the earnings, definitely check that out. Next up is HZON extends deal with sports radar, but no deal exactly yet. Um, so we're definitely going to take a look at that one. Uh, let's see what happens with that. You know, HCON right now is trading at 1013, has really been sideways the last couple of days. On that news spike with the rumor, we got up there towards 12. So let's see if we get that to start roaring its head back. Uh, the next one up here is going to be CLII here. And so that's climate change crisis. Um, you know, uh, real impact one acquisition. So SPAC merging partner with Evgo and really report achieved 250,000 customer milestones. So let's see how the stock is trading right now. Let me take a look here. Looks like we're trading up about a 1.67%. We're at $12, but this one has pulled back, guys, from a multiple high at 24. So definitely keep your eyes on this one as we continue moving on. And, and I'll, I'll see what this one does in the next couple of days, but I'll, I'll show you guys right now. It's definitely looking interesting as this one has that sideways period and just got that uh, kind of good support there from their 250 milestone there, 1,000 miles customer milestone. So definitely watch that out. Let's see if this trend line starts breaking. This is one that I'm definitely going to put on my radar. I would look for it to get back above 14 with some high volume push there in CLII. Of course, upcoming earnings, guys, that we're going to be having, we have MP on the 6th. We also are going to be having, let me see, I think I have one set already for that here. All right, so yeah, we got uh, a couple earnings dates there. You got MP on the 6th, DraftKings on the 7th, Nikola on the 7th, Lots on the 10th, and FOA, the Finance of America, on the 13th. Definitely keep your eyes on those. Uh, skills earnings, they beat by 78.58 million versus uh, the sales were actually eight. 83.7 million, a B of 78.58 million estimate there. They raised their guidance also there from 336 million to 375 million versus a 369 million estimate there. So definitely skills having a good day there. Um, there's definitely some reports there, some rumors out there. YAC and talks with Cigna Sports. That's one I definitely want to keep an eye out. Um, Israeli chip maker Valens in PTK SPACs merger talks. Definitely keep your eyes on that one. And there's a couple of Israeli companies also on the move. Keep your eyes on those. Let's see what happens. Uh, gym owner and Peloton rival Equinox in talks with Chamath Social Capital SPAC deal. Definitely keep your eyes on that. Let's see what happens with that trade. Um, next up, guys, we've had some movers of the week. GIK shares were up 6%. NGA shares were up 5% pre-market. And FTCV shares were up about 4% pre-market. So we're going to take a look there. Now let's go ahead and let's get into our watch list, see what we find on the watch list. And then we're going to go into some in-depth dive into MUDs. I'm going to go also into some more tops. Let me know in the chat what you guys want to see. And I can also check it out. Looks like 
Muds, Muds over skills. I, I would definitely have to agree with you there, Brad. Definitely, definitely, guys. It's good to see a lot of the lo- loyal viewers in the chat. Say hello if you're new to the show. But I'm seeing Brad Wallace out there, SPAC broker. You guys already know Sue's in the house. My man Carl, Rick House, Samurai. I love that name. I always love seeing that name there. And Cameron Dole in the house. Say hello if you're new to the show. Let's go ahead and get this show started. Let's see. Take us back to that watch list. Let's see what's on the watch today. All right, all right, guys. So one of the things that I got to do is I got to adjust here. I've been using my wireless a little too much. I didn't charge it up. So let me just change my audio here towards my headset, and then we'll pull up the watch list. But one of the things that I'd stay is always try to find that, that that best mover, right? And right now, of course, what's that best mover? It is MUDs, guys. MUDs is out there. But take a look. There's also some other plays out there moving up today. Almost 4% up for CCIV. We're definitely going to take a look. Playboy, after that rip there, guys, on NFTs, guys, we talked about this. We even talked about it the day one. I think on the 14th, we had just mentioned that this was a potential um, when they released the news on that nifty gateway. And and, and you guys can see the reaction in the stock. We'll go ahead and, and get a more in-depth look here of Playboy and MUDs and CCIV in one second here, guys. I'll be right back with you. Let me just change my headset. Boom, baby. I'm back. I'm back. Just like that, I'm back. All right, guys. You guys should still be hearing me well there. Now I can hear myself in my ears. And I got you guys. Yep. Play. Get Made that move to 60. I wish Chris was here because I was watching this one trade yesterday. And, and we're going to go ahead and get into the chart and take a uh, kind of a technical analysis look here. And I was watching this one trade yesterday. And I said, I just pointed out that 60. It was over here, guys. You know, when we got out of the show, it was around uh, kind of this 11.50 time uh, towards going towards 12 uh, yesterday. So we're talking about right here in this kind of consolidation area. And I was telling Chris, I was like, man, I I feel like this one's going to make a rip out with the NFT. Could potentially get up there all the way towards the 63.60 mark. Now look at this. I didn't expect 63 mark, but I expected it moved to 60. And look at that move. It definitely ripped out with that NFT release and got a quick move up. So this was, this is a tradable event. I, I'm pretty sure that, you know, a lot of people didn't think this was going to be a massive tradable event, but definitely PLBY, that tradable event, their NFTs going wide with um, kind of Nifty Gate. And one of the things that mattered, uh, I think, for Nifty Gate is that this one's more of an art based one. You know, this one's, I don't think it's going to trade that often, but the art behind it is definitely going to get that value and you could see it here i mean look at these volume pops and and i think the release was around 12 30. so if you look here that's really when it started driving up there and getting that push up so big big move there by playboy uh, a lot of people were talking about this one but let, let's take a look here i know that a lot of people want to talk about muds we're going to take a deep look into muds in a second here but definitely definitely uh a big move there, Playboy up there to sixties. I didn't, I, I didn't think so either. I didn't think it was going to originally move there, uh, let alone to sixty. But hey, 
you never know when the NFT plays start coming, they, they definitely start moving the stock. Uh, next up, guys, that we can talk about here, TTCF. This is one that I'm interested in because, you know, before the pandemic, we were talking a lot about these plays of kind of this alternative meat kind of play. And that's that's kind of what got the interest really going in this one. Um, you know, Beyond Meat's really been struggling, but this one has come off of kind of this low here on 17. And I'm wondering if we start seeing a push through 19. This is going to be an interesting stock because it, it really does have some trend. Um, you know, a lot of people are trying to move away from a, a, a meat-based protein diet to kind of that plant-based. And I mean, I'm not a part of that crew, but hey, if you are, more power to you, more power to you, you know. Um, but one thing that you definitely did see is when we cracked down here, it really just started getting in kind of this bearish trend. The question is, can we reverse that trend and really get out of the, kind of the support area? So it's running into resistance right now from that prior support down here. And the question is, can we get through 19 with some volume? We did get these big volume bars down here. Now let's see another volume bar really drive us up towards that resistance. That's what I'll take a look at in Tattooed Chef there. Um, NGA, this is one that we talked about, one of my long-term stock picks here. Uh, it's starting to create a, a leveled bottom, but one of the things that I would say is be careful for a push to 16 again. I have this feeling that we might get a, a test of support here again, and one of the things that I'd say is that if we do get a test back towards that level, and, and I'm trying to draw it for you right here, it's kind of this close here, kind of a higher here and then you got multiple bottoms coming into this area and bouncing off of that area i think we could test that 16 one more time before we go really start pushing back up through the 20s 20s is what really is going to get me excited on the upside and that's where i think you need to see the big volume come in to really push this stock back up towards the levels that we saw all right i want to catch up with the chat there What's going on? What's going on? The chicken shortage, the chicken shortage. John Doe, you're going to have to explain a little bit more about the chicken shortage. I do not know about the chicken shortage. I need to learn. Teach me, teach me. You know, like always, you know, you got to admit when you don't know something. I don't know about the chicken shortage. Maybe that's the move for TTCF, um, but we'll, we'll definitely take a look there. Working to get TTCF on the show, Zoten. Yes, yes. The only thing is, remind me that day because I'm going to eat a big steak on the show. <laughs> no, I'm just playing with you. But, hey, we'll see We'll see what we do. And, and TTCF, I think in the long run, you know, there's a lot of people moving into that industry, uh, plant-based diet. So we'll see how that industry really takes off. All right. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's see what other stocks we got here moving up on the day. Um, this is one that I got to keep a, not, a close eye on. MP, guys, MP. We got to see if we get another lithium ripout. Um, what do we want to see in this stock? Uh, we want to see it really start getting through the levels of 35. 35 is going to be a troubled area. Um, that's where it's going to run in towards a resistance right around this area. Let's see if it gets towards that area and get back up there. Because I think you could see MP materials in the long run, definitely. Um, I think long term, this stock could get up there towards 55s, if not up there towards 60. So keep your eyes on MP. We do have a support, another further down support that it, it bounced off of. So one of the things that we want to see is it's kind of stuck in the middle right now. Let's see if we can get this real driver of volume. You did get a little volume spike here yesterday. So let's see if we can get that continued push now. 
that that volume spike was at 5.9 million versus an average around 2 million shares traded the kind of the last prior weeks. Let's see if we can get another spike here. Let's see if we can get like 9 million, 11 million shares, 12 million shares traded, or even a day where like this, where you got 25 million shares traded to really push it on up there, show you that the bulls are taking control. Yep, yep, John Doe, it just might, just might, guys. All right, yep, the the chlorine tablet shortage. Carl, you're Carl, of course, man. The pool game that that one's for Money Mitch, guys. That one's for Money Mitch. Leslie, Leslie is the play there. L e s, L e s y l. Leslie Pool Supply is the play there. If you want to know about that one, L-E-S-L, check that one out. It's probably going to continue doing well, but off topic there. Let's keep going. All right. Uh, another one, Property Solutions. This is one that interesting uh, PSAC. You guys already know um, we, we did this interview. So one of the things is I'm looking to see when are we going to break this trend line, you know, because that's really what it is, guys. If we can break this trend line, I think that you'll see the stock come back roaring. Um, it could go sideways, I think, for another month before we see that breakout. So let's see what happens here in May. If we can start testing up there towards 13 for PSAC there. Um, last one I want to get into. Let's go into one more, and then I'll take one or two from the chat. I'm seeing IPOF talked a lot. So, Sue, I'll take a look at that one in a second. But let, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Hillion, Hillion, how's that one performing? I know that one was starting to move up. So H-Y-L-N, let's just take a look here. Looks like we're getting a pull back down. Um, this chart, this chart, man, we need to break out of this trend, this downtrend. We need to get out of it. And so that's what I'm going to really keep watching. Can we break out of this downtrend? So we've gotten tested up, and then it just faded away. And so let's see if we can get a test up and really push out through this trend. It's still downtrending, still kind of stuck in this downtrend. Um, you could, if you really wanted, you could kind of draw also like this kind of look and, and, and say that it's in a down channel. And so that down channel, can we pop out of that channel and get up there with some volume? That's what I would kind of definitely be watching to see if Helion, uh, Helion makes a move there. All right, let's go ahead and let's get into the chat i saw ipof being mentioned so i want to talk a little bit about ipof one of the things that you're definitely seeing is a volume bar right volume bar is good to see there so potentially potentially probably rumors coming out on this one um keep your eyes on this one i've always looked out at this one because it has the most money behind it and so they could go after a unicorn here um let's see what the support is underneath it Underneath it, you kind of have these support right here, uh, more close, closer towards 1023. So I really want to get it back above 1030s. Even though you got that big volume bar, we need to see it get back above 1030s. So let's see the five-minute chart, see how it's performing today. If you look, you, you kind of got these spikes going into the close on the 4th, and then it washed out a little bit. But this morning... This morning, guys, right at the open, 9.30, what you get? You got 6, 607, uh, 667,000 shares traded, and it pushed straight up there past that 10.38. We have this kind of 10.20 support here. Let's see if we really start getting some driver action to push it through. This pullback kind of area with that volume is really good because that shows that maybe a buyer stepped up right there already at 10.20. It washed out a little bit, and now it's pushing back through that level. 
Let's see if we can really get some driving here through 1030s and push it through 1040s. Um, this one, I would look at kind of this kind of spike here and draw kind of a trend line down here and kind of see kind of that, oh, we're kind of more, more in this kind of relationship right here. And so now let's see if we can get some real driving volume behind this 1030 and then it should approach that 1050 and get up there maybe to 11 today. That's going to be an interesting one to watch. Good chart to, to bring out, guys. All right, guys, uh, last one, last one, Clever Leaves, Clever Leaves. This one has been moving a significant amount, um, but I want to keep an eye on this one because it looks like it keeps kind of testing, testing the support, testing the support. It pops up, comes right back down towards the support. Let's see if this one can continue. Of course, Clever Leaves here uh, with the weed maps. Let's see if it can continue moving. It has kind of this really good look here. If it could hold this support and push back up, if not, we could come back down towards testing that $9 again. All right, let's get into MUDs, where everyone wants to talk about. So MUDs, MUDs is on the move, guys, again today, up almost 8%. And, and th this has been really an impressive chart. I mean, let's take a look at the daily here. Uh, this one started breaking out here through the 13s, we saw it pull back closer towards this 12 and the 11s. That's when we really started liking it here. And then it really started ripping. I mean, look look at this big push up there towards 18. It held sideways a little bit, did that one up, one down, two up, two down, three up, which is this resistance that it looked like it was breaking out here at 1771. What you want to see there, and guys, my rule of three says, can we come back towards the support and hold the support? What happened the next day? This stock did a big pullback, but it came right back to support. And guess what happened? It held that support next day, boom, and it started attracting towards that fourth test of resistance, and we got the breakout through it now. Now, the big key is, can it hold this resistance, this high here? This high is uh, 1785. So look to see if we can close above 1785 today and hold that 1785 on any pullbacks. All right, let's go ahead and take a look here at some of the tops. I want to take a look at some of the cards. If you guys want me to take a look at some of the cards, let me know in the chat. Put a one in the chat if you guys want me to definitely uh, talk in the chat here. Uh, looks like we're, I, I think we're having some spam there in the chat. I'll, I'll take care of that. All right, there you go. Took care of that there. Um, so one of the things that I I talk about here, guys, is if you guys want me to check it out, put a one in the chat. There you go. There you go. Some people want me to check out some cards. Let's go ahead and take a look here. I'll also show you my sales, guys, my little strategy on how you can make money on these cards. I, I talked about it on Money Mitch, but there's, there's no reason why not to talk about it here, guys. And so one of the things that I talk about um, before we kind of get into the cards and I'm going to definitely talk about my collection here, but, um, so let me make sure that I'm logged in here so that you guys can already see the actual cards here. All right, there you go. I wanted to have everything ready there. All right, there you go, guys. So the first things up, I'm going to explain you guys this process that I've made money on guys. And so what I did was guys is Right now, Tops has this process called the burn process. The burn process is where you go ahead and you take these commons 
you add them, you know, all here, you need all of them so that you can go ahead and hit that craft button and get yourself that redux pack. And so there's a silver and there's also kind of that gold pack. And so the gold, of course, will have some bigger name commons, like let's say Josh Donaldson, Cody Bellinger, Miguel Cabrera, Jose Abreu, and Joey Votto there. And, and really the cool part is these commons are actually spiking up in value because they're part of this burn process. And so I'll show you guys how this kind of works. So let's say um, these come out every Tuesday around midday. Um, and if you get the newsletter, you'll get uh, access to what these commons are early, nice and early. But this lasts for a week and they do this every week. So let's say Miguel Cabrera. All right. So Miguel Cabrera, we want to go ahead up and look up Miguel Cabrera, see how the value is and how you can make some money on that. Right. So you'd go here to the Atomic Hub. This is where you can find their trades. And then you'd look here. Let's say, boom, let's look up Miguel Cabrera. Right. And, and see what kind of sales we got. What kind of how, how's it selling? Right now, it's selling about 45, but let's take a look at the details and understand what happened at the spike yesterday and how much they were selling for. So if we look at the last sales and look how you get this spike yesterday. So yesterday, guys, you got this spike going into what? Three o'clock. It started spiking up. The values go quickly. And this is the important part to recognize, guys, and why I sell into these spikes and not holding these spikes. And so if you wanted to, you could have been selling this card yesterday. It first started down by like, let's say $24. When the card news first got out, there were some people buying this up. They're trying to buy it immediately of the ones that are for sale. So they're getting it here at $24 and looking to sell it on the spike of the value. The value went all the way up to, let's say, a high of 295 wax, which is almost $80. That, that, that's a pretty good increase there for the common. And so with that being said, you got you could sell it there for $295, buy it for $20, make a good $50 profit in what? He made it in what? Like 40 minutes? 40 minutes he made a nice uh, profit there. But one of the things is if you had this common, it didn't cost you, it, it didn't cost you barely anything. You know, the pack costs you six bucks. So you got multiple cards. So let's say that the card is only really valued at let's closer towards let's say five dollars um and so with that being said you guys are seeing these spikes in value i actually sold a couple of these so that i could i, I could actually do my uh kind of strategy and i could show you guys it and and this this is what it's all about right with the nfts is making the money and and doing the trades um so this one is burnable and so what, what happens is so let's talk about selling a card right so when you go to sell an NFT, right? And so let me open up my wallet here. Um, so you guys see here, I got 793 wax. Um, but when you go to sell an NFT, right? One of the things that happens is, let's say like I was going to sell this Josh Bell, right? I was going to list it on the market. So when you go to list it on the market, you get this kind of uh, look, right? And so this is when you want to go ahead and see. How much is the value of this and how is it spiking? You know, it has sold for, let's say, a suggested price is right now uh, $10.85. The lowest market one right now is about $9. But this is what I wanted to really talk about. And, and why does MUD make money, guys? It makes money because the 6% collection fee. This is all going to MUDs. This is what I talked about and why they're probably seeing that increase 
and why they're seeing that run. It's really a lot of this kind of money that's coming back from this 6%. So if I go and I sell this card, I'm going to have to pay this 6% when I get paid. So if I were going to get, let's say, um, to make things easy, let's say uh, 400, 400 wax, 400 wax would be about, I'd only receive $97 in, in return, which would really only 360 of that wax. So 40 of that wax would be going towards the fees, guys. So that money is what goes directly, directly towards tops and, and muds. So that's that's really what you, you're really seeing the revenue come down. And so one of the things that I wanted to focus on and, and, and we all could focus on is the amount of transactions that are going on. And so you, you could actually look this up. You guys can start looking up the data on Atomic Hub and seeing the, the value, but it's something that I'm gonna be looking at and, and something that's very interesting. Um, another thing that's gonna happen is I'm gonna be looking a little bit more into wax, but it, as you guys see here, I'm gonna go into my sold here so I can show you guys that I did make these trades and did make this profit. Um, you guys see here, two of the cards from last week, I actually had, I had the Nelson Cruz and I had the Albert Pujols. Um, the Albert Pujols, I ended up selling for 116, which was 428 wax. Um, the other one was Nelson Cruz that I sold for 487 wax. Um, and these were off of $6 packs, guys. So I spent $15 and made like over $200 there, um, closer to like $240 there. Of course, some of this goes back to who? To MUDs, guys. They went back towards tops. Um, so I only have 793 wax left, but I, I it's fun. It's a, it's a fun process and you can even do auctions. Um, like right now I'm trying to buy something at auctions, um, but it, it's definitely a fun thing to do and, and have some fun with. Um, if you guys want to see my cards, I have them here. Uh, these are the ones that I have left here. I have some, I have some rare, not, not, nothing too crazy. I got this Sean uh, Manea that is around two, 233 of 402. So not the worst mint. Mint hasn't come so much into play with these cards yet because like, look at this Ian Kennedy. I have the 39 mint of 2,657. So that's actually pretty interesting. It's actually down there 39th mint. So that hasn't played into the value of these cards as much yet. But I think in the long run, we're definitely gonna see that. Now, one that I'm definitely going to keep is this Mookie Betts common. It's a common that is only worth around probably about $5. But I think sooner or later, you're going to see it pop up on that burn process. And I'm going to be able to sell this one for, let's say, $70 to $100. And then I'll be able to make another $100 off of $15. Bucks. I mean, you can't really go wrong with that. I mean, making making hundreds of dollars on $15 investments, I mean, it's hard to do that in the market itself let alone in, in NFTs. So it's definitely something that you guys need to watch out for. There's going to be some more trades in this. I think Salvador Perez is also one of those. So I'm keeping these. And it's interesting because commons actually become a value. Um, commons are, are essentially worth $5. Yeah. But they can definitely spike up and, and be sold at, a, at that spike value. And you guys know me. At the end of the day, you know, you got to make that money. Um, so hold on. Uh, Gen Z that has no idea of what wax means. What's wax? So wax is a coin, guys. It's, it's a coin that's represented here. And, and it's going to be interesting. 
because one of the things that you can do with these coins is you can actually convert them into a different wallet and then kind of start getting some ethereum out of it it's it's an interesting process it's one that chris and i are actually looking to do some more in-depth research so if you guys want to know a little bit more about wax definitely let us know in the comments after chris and i want to do kind of more uh explanation on what these are because it, it's confusing now one guy that you can definitely watch to watch a little bit of these is learn ruel ruel my man in the chat right there he, he definitely talks about it uh he's talking about right now nba top shot yep that's how it is with nba top shot too making making 200 off of 15 you can't go wrong with that but yep you're right ruel wax is that cryptocurrency coin and one of the things that i've noticed is the value is actually going up so i might just hold these and keep trying to get other nfts and one of the fun parts is now that i have kind of this uh this this market right it's not i only can go ahead and buy at mlb tops look to the left guys there's a whole bunch look the the hodo moon boys <laughs> look at these waxes guys they're pretty interesting uh they got they got a whole bunch of, of kind of different things that i can get into and then use the profits that i made in my tops to go ahead and maybe go after the garbage pale kids you know these these cards have been rising in value also so definitely pay attention. Uh, there's different plays in this. And one of the things is I'm starting to see is that there's definitely going to be some that are going to be kind of trappy. So be careful out there, guys. You guys could definitely be making. Uh, this one's also a tops, tops, the garbage pail kids. That's why I brought this one up, guys. Uh, you guys can see them here. They're pretty interesting. I mean, you guys can see the, the value of them. Some of them are worth like 10 bucks. Some of them are worth kind of like less than a dollar, but that's how it is guys so definitely let me know what you guys think of the top shots top shots pack tomorrow i i know i know there was one released in the early part of the week i i couldn't get access to it ruel can talk probably about that a little bit more but definitely going to take a look at them they also got the street fighter yeah yeah they got the street fighter you got to check it out the street fighter um that, that one's going to be an interesting one let's see if i can find it here let's just look for it No, I can't find it right now, but whatever. We'll, we'll keep rolling through. But definitely, guys, check it out, guys. Um, there's going to be a lot of these cards uh, going to be worth. Like, look look at this Alex Bregman now. Now I can go and turn in. So one of the interesting things is, like, that pack that you craft. Look, look, at, look at the value of these packs. The packs are really interesting. The packs, even a standard pack. Look, look how the standard packs trade. It's, it's pretty interesting. These were packs that were $6. $6, guys. And now you to the cheapest one I can find is $82. A little part of me is like, man, I should have just sold the three packs and held on to the packs because that's a major profit there, guys. These went up in value from $6. Let's say, you know, like $20. Twenty dollars on the on the first day, to now trading multiple times above eighties, closer to a hundred, and so definitely the packs the packs were definitely interesting as they, they ripped, and the gold ones even stronger. I think they were four to one, so that's it's pretty interesting. I have to take a look at that, and I'll keep looking at that. So what do you guys think? Hit the like. Let me know if you guys enjoyed me going through this. Let me know in the chat. If you guys want me to buy a card, I'll, I'll go buy a card. I got some money right now. I don't mind. 
But let, let, let's take a look here. What other things we got on this on the watch list? So what's moving now and what's getting the lift? Of course, wouldn't you know it? RSI. RSI getting a little boost there, guys. Little boost there from RSI. This is one of my long-term picks. I'm loving this chart, guys. We got multiple bottoms underneath it here at the 1250s. And if you look back at this high, what is that high, guys? It'll say right there at the top, the high is 1249. This is from 27th of July. So resistance there held on these pullbacks. And look, let's look at it. How did it hold? It held multiple times there. And now it created this inverse hammer at the bottom. If you guys don't know about candles, this is an inverse hammer. This is a positive look because why? Because what it shows is that potential trend change. It shows potential trend change. So if you get a nice green candle after it, it could mean that that could be a bottom look there right now. So definitely a good day here today for RSI. I know that my man Carl in the chat, give him a shout out. I, I think he grabbed some more RSI yesterday. I can't blame him. I, I love this stock. I think long term, it's, it's definitely a winner. Um, it has more gaming into it, and so that's why I, I do like it. Uh, but let's take a look at CCIV. Is, is this the bottom look again here? One of the things I've always talked about is when CCIV breaks 20, it was going to be interesting. And I said that back when it was in 28 and, and, and kind of this 24 period. We had this one crack of 20. Now we got the second crack of 20. Can we get some volume? We need that volume spike. We need some volume like 96 million shares traded. Uh, let's say 66 million shares traded. One of the things that I clearly see at the bottom here is kind of how you had this downward action in volume. You need that spike again. We need that volume to spike past this. We need a nice spike like something up here that could really get it moving and get that lift back to come back right back up there for CCIV and try that gap. Nicola, Nicola, Nicola. Is it bottoming? Bottoming? I don't know if it, if you mean that it hit the bottom of the hill after they pushed it, or if you mean the stock is finally getting that bottom look. Let's take a look here at the chart. So maybe I can know which one you're talking about. Um, I, I don't know if it's the bottom of the hill or the chart. Let's take a look here. Um, I mean, you're going back towards the, the March 23rd low. You know, you had multiple lows here of 1056, 1050s. I think you need to let it hit 1050 one more time or at least try that. But we, we need to stick with this one and, and kind of see some 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 positive news. I mean, really, this this needs real good positive news to get back up there, guys. This is what started it all. But at the end of the day, downwards trend downwards trend we tried to get above here tried to get there tried to get there but guess what rejection right back down guys rejection right back down so let's see when the next time it pops up can it really get that volume i know we got that volume spike right here 82 million shares so one of the things that i talked about on the la on that last chart right was the declining volume declining volume looking for a volume spike Declining volume, declining volume. You did get a volume spike. You got that volume spike on the 22nd of April. So let's see if we can get back above those highs with some good volume. So you'd want to see at least, I would say, half of that volume show back up. So around 40 million shares traded through that 12, 
1279 high there. So look for a $13 breakout there. Nikola has it bottomed. Uh, I'm not too sure there. I'm not too sure that we got a bottoming there. Um, you got to be careful there. Uh, just I, I don't want to see anyone get caught on that and, and see it wash out below that $10 price point. And this stock needs so much catalyst to push it back up because a lot of people got caught and there's overhead supply every time it gets up towards that level. I kind of agree with you, Big Bill, uh, on the on the downside there for Nikola, but that's just that's just what I see. You know, you know, I'm gonna call it like I see it, guys. All right, let's keep going. If you guys got a spec, you guys want me to take a look at, please, please hit me up in the chat today. I'm all on my own trying to get through the day. And all I can do for you guys is give you guys what I see. So I'll let you guys definitely let me know in the chat what you guys want to talk about. I don't know about if you guys have seen it or saw it this week, our interview with Betsy, Betsy Cohen. Uh, definitely, definitely shout out, shout out to her. She came on, she kicked ass. And then we saw Payoneer talk about cryptocurrency. So that's we saw that news kind of come on SPACs attack a little bit there. You know, she didn't really say exactly that, but she definitely kind of hinted towards that direction. And I, I enjoyed it. So definitely check that out. Yesterday, yesterday, guys, we did a great show, SPACs under 10. So check that out. If you guys want to see that, I'll, I'll try to get that put up in the description after the show. I need to start putting that last show on there. That's a smart move there. Got to always improve there, right? All right, guys, so I'll definitely check that out. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? And there you go. I'm look, starting to see the tickers rolling through. Let's go ahead. Let's hit some ticker time and hit some of these stocks. All right, all right, guys. What's up? What's up? If you guys love SPACs Attack, can you guys do me a favor? Hit that share button down below. Let everybody know what SPACs Attack is really all about and why this show is so great. I mean, we give you guys the information. We give you guys the headlines. We give you guys some technical analysis. And then we have nothing but great executive interviews where we don't go and take 10 minutes with these CEOs. We usually do a 20-minute to 30-minute interview. So you get a lot more questions asked. You get also some questions that are kind of creative. I always try to bring in something creative towards the questioning, not just what we see on the investor presentation, but then maybe some trends that we can see in the future. So that's really where the value is in the show. And so if you guys enjoy us doing that, hit the like button, hit the share, let everybody know that the SPACs attack is where it's at, guys. So definitely, definitely let's keep going here. I'm going to take that off and let's start running through some of these stocks. All right, let's go ahead. Let's run through. Let's see what we got first. THCB, my man Nate Miller coming in there. THCB, let me let me take a look here. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest. Whenever I hear about this stock, all I see is THC. And so I think cannabis, but it's not cannabis here, guys. We're talking Tuscan Holdings. Let's see what we got here. Um, nice bottoming action there. You know, you know, we talked about is Nikola bottoming? I might say here THC is bottoming. Um, like we at least have that action. So one of the things that I like to see is multiple bottoms near support, right? And so I don't usually look for the support where the stock is right now. I look at prior support, prior. 
Does it match kind of a support that we're hitting right now? And so first I'll look over here and I'll be like, what's the support? What's the support? So it looks like we had some support near kind of this. Uh, let me look at the close here, which is 1148. So near that 1150 mark, we had some uh, support there. And then if you go to kind of the more the wicks here, you're looking more at a 1090, 11 look. And so now we can go back towards the recent time and see where, where do we see some bottoming action? We see some bottoming action near this wick here that we touched twice. So this wick was down here towards what? 1110s. And this one was towards 1111. And so now we know, all right, so 1110 seems to be holding. We tried it yesterday, 1122s. Let's see if we can hold that bottom now near that 1110 and really start pushing back up through trend. And so when we got this, one of the things that I like to do, guys, is so this was kind of the, the uptrend. It was a one, the A move, B move. This is your B move, a quick flag, a C move. And then it had tried to do this D move towards 24 and it broke down. Where did it really break down? It really broke down right here, guys. This is where you start seeing the real heavy downtrend action start. And so that's where I would start looking at drawing my downtrend trend line because that's the closer pattern, right? And so what I draw here, that I draw kind of this down pattern here and try to find, okay, so looks like we could draw here that we had this kind of bounce here, look, bounce up, and then it washed out, bounced up, washed out, bounced up. And so we've had this multiple bottom look, but we've had bottoms. Now we need to see this close area hold this bottom and start pushing back towards this resistance of $13. What will we need? We'll need that volume, guys. I, I always talk about it. Look at the downtrending volume, downtrending volume, downtrending volume. When can we get that volume spike? That volume spike will be somewhere. I would look for, um, I would say 6 million shares, 7 million shares, something like that to show up and really give you that spike up look in the volume here at the bottom. All right, let's keep going through. Next one up, next one up. Uh, let's keep running, let's keep running. What do we got? G. am seeing GVHI, GVHI. Let me go ahead. Looks like we got some other ones that just ran through there. I, I know a lot of people are, are hitting some a lot of stocks up in here. It looks like I got about 13 minutes left. So what I'm going to do, guys, and I'm going to go a little bit faster here. And I want you guys to join in in the chat. So when I put up the ticker, I'm going to go really quickly and say bullish or bearish from the position it's at. Of course, this doesn't mean go ahead and load the boat, guys, because I just want to have some fun here. But put a one in the chat if you guys think you're a bull. Put a two if you're a bear. All right, let's go ahead and have some fun. Let's roll through. Let's do this. Let's have some fun. All right, GHVI here. GHVI. Let's take a look at the chart, see if I see the bottoming action. I see one, two, three looking bottoms. If it holds that bottom, we're looking good. Let it test 1180s again. If it holds that, gives you a good volume at 12. I like it. Bullish. Bullish. Uh, let's keep going through. Next up, FCAC. FCAC, Falcon Capital. I'm going to say right now this is a, a neutral play because there's nothing really going on. It's just sideways action, guys. Until I see a volume pop, nothing going on. So that's that's a three. 
for the three of you're a little bit more on the neutral side, I guess. All right. So Larry's mentioning multiple times QS, QS. Let's go QuantumScape, QuantumScape. I love this company long term, but one of the things that we did see is that washout. And right here, this high volume was people actually covering themselves and making sure that they weren't going to get caught on a move down towards, let's say, 20. So let's see if we can get that rip back up through 40s, 40s with high volume. You're going to need something big to get towards that uh, heavy resistance that you should run through in the 45s and 50s, which is a lot of the volume that got stuck in this volume profile between, let's say, 40s and 65s. So look for that resistance to start hitting, but you'll just need a lot of volume to really pop you through. I'm a bit, I'm a bull in, in this one long-term, but it's going to be tough to get it through that level. All right, let's keep going. Next up, next up, I'm going to go with SRAC, Han Solo. Han Solo, I, I see you, man. Let's go ahead. SRAC, stock, uh, space stock's really been getting ripped, really been getting ripped. I don't know why I'm not clicking on the ticker. I'm sorry about that, guys. All right, there you go. Uh, SRAC there, 11, 11 there. What is this bottom here? What is this bottom? All right, so the low. Remember how I do it, guys. I don't look at... I don't look at this time. I want to go back and see. So the bottom right here was 1072. Okay, so let's go ahead and try to draw there on the support of that right there. Boom. Then we go sideways and we start seeing, are we seeing really that bottoming action, that support kind of holding? And that's what we want to really take a look because there's another support, which is right underneath there. And it goes closer towards the 980s here. So let me go ahead and draw that one. All right. So that's what we need to be careful with. Is this support really holding this 1067? And as you can see today, it went to 1071 and quickly turned around. So that 1070 could be a support there. Um, it could be a support that we're trying to watch here for. Uh, so definitely look to see if that holds, gets you a volume look back up. But really, I think if it cracks that, we might get a test of this 979, 980s. And so I'm going to be looking to see if SRAC really gets that dip there. I'm going to keep going through here. Next up. Next up, next up is going to be CL. Oh, the cloves, the clove, the clove, the cloves. If you like your cloves, I actually don't like cloves really, but Clover Health, let's let's, let's take a look here. Really a, a big turn away from this 11. We, we, we got the volume. Well, what I always talk about, guys, you need that volume, right? So the volume popped, and that really drove it for a little bit. Drove it up there, got through the 11s, got through some resistance, and then it get right back down through that resistance. And so that's the one level that we need to pay attention to. It's kind of this resistance that we saw right here. Uh, it played out in the 1050s multiple times. Um, so that's kind of the resistance that it came through and kept. It went through for a second, but really tried one more time here on the third, and it really couldn't get through. This one could be testing back down towards the $7. Be careful in Clover. All right, let's keep going through. Let's keep running. Carl, Carl's up next. SFTW, one of my favorite plays, but guess what? I, well, I might just have to wait on it. Might just have to wait on it. Um, we did get a little bit of a volume spike yesterday, 
1.4 million shares traded there. But let's see if we can really get a spike on this one. I'll be paying attention. The moment it spikes, I'll let you guys know if I get back into SFTW. All right, let's, next one up, Todd. Todd coming up with KCAC. All right, Kensington Capital. Let's see what we got here. Looks like it's really, really come down here, guys. I would be careful with this one. Uh, looks like we're down here and just trading sideways. Wait till you get some volume. There's nothing in this one right now. Um, let's go ahead and keep going through. Looking at FSR for my Sue out there. Sue, definitely a big supporter out there. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look. Um, support, 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 man. It's crazy when these ones wash out in the 15s and 16s, they have this like magnet towards 10. And so you got to be careful with that magnet towards 10. You can get caught. Uh, a lot of times you can get caught. And this is why I always say as a swing trader, day trader, or maybe not so much for an investor, but a swing trader or day trader, you got to know your risk and know when to cut it. Because what you could do is potentially cut your loss at, let's say, four or 5%. And then when the stock comes roaring back, you can make that 5% back. There's nothing worse than seeing your stock go down to 10% when you could have rebought in that and made that 5% back. So that's what I would rather do as a trader is definitely cut those losses. Sometimes you got to, you got to. Like I'll show you guys one that I cut my losses and it saved me a good amount was Romeo. Romeo was one that you guys heard me and, and I got to be transparent. I was, I was very bullish on Romeo for a while there. And I got caught. We all get caught. You know, I was in this one near the kind of this 1180s, 12 time. We started going up. It went up towards 14s. I was looking good. I was, I was feeling it. I was like, man, this one's going to get to 20 real quick, get back up there. And maybe I get 30, 40 looking on Romeo. But really what ended up happening to me is it started just drop and drop and drop and drop and Right here around this 1260s, I got out. I got out there. Um, and, and man, a couple days afterwards, it would have really hurt me, guys, to hold on to this one. I got out in the 1260s, and this one headed down all the way towards $8 in the next couple of days. So that really saved me because do you think I could have waited for this pop on the 6th? No. I would have got out, guys, and I would have had to get out because at the end of the day, I set rules for myself on the risk side. And if it breaks a certain level, I'm out. I'm out. I'd rather take the hit than hold on to the stock, see myself get it and really become the bag holder because that's what happens, guys. All right, guys, catching up with the chat here, seeing a lot of people talking in the chat. One is here. What's up? Anyone else think the yearly Romeo chart looks like a middle finger? There's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of them out there. I said CCIV looked like a middle finger for a long time there, and it, and it probably gave you the middle finger for a long time there. But, yep, yep, that's how it is. What can you do? All stocks got out of the bubble. What can you do? I don't think that's true. Not all the stocks got out of the bubble, but the bubble did, did break there a little bit, and so we need to look – for value. Value plays are really going to come into play here, guys. Um, one that's recently been on the move, FOA. This is one that I, man, I'm still kicking myself, guys. If there was one position, I said, put it in the long term, hold it down. It's going to be a long term stock for me. I should just put it into the RRA. I didn't listen to myself, guys. I had it in the trading account. I held it for about 
four months and then it started moving then it started moving guys um and, and this is how it goes sometimes and and as of late why is this one moving guys it's a value play here, guys. FOA is a value SPAC play here, guys. And so if you guys want to look for those plays, you got to start looking for that. And you got to start seeing what we can possibly get. Um, with that being said, UWMC, could we potentially see that one spike? I'm going to go ahead and start calling this one. I'm going to actually think that we could potentially see the move that we see in FOA come from UWMC. And you, you guys know, I've been a bear in this stock for a while. So before the merger, I was kind of a bear, but now I'm starting to see this starting to play out and it's starting to look good on the chart. So a lot of the things that I want to see is multiple bottom looks, right? And so we got this multiple bottom look that we're going off of. We got a spike up, a pull back down all the way towards that level. It spiked up and pulled back. Now we need to see that strong volume come through here through the eights and eight fifties. And then we can really start seeing this one drive maybe back towards 10, 12, and maybe 13. So that's, I'm going to go ahead and pull up a bullish bullish side for UWMC. All right, let's go ahead and catch up with the chat, catch up with the chat. What's up? What's up? Why do I think FOA is outperforming WMC? Well, let's take a look. Let's take a look. This is the fun part of Benzinga Pro, right? And so let's take a look here. All right, let's see if we got some numbers to go off of because that's really what it's, it's going to be important. Do we got some numbers to go off of? I know their earnings come out in a couple of days. You see here, guys. And so we're going to take a deeper dive in, into the companies those two days. So first up is going to be WMC in five days on Monday 10th. Um, and then on the Thursday, the 13th, after market close, we're going to take a look at Finance of America. But let's take a look here to see. Yeah, I don't have any financials really to go off of right now. But I, I think it's just about the value. You're going to steal. You're going to see kind of the forward PE probably probably be a little bit lower. But if you saw um, this one did get a price rating of 15 that's foa let's see if we've seen any recent upgrades here for uwmc or some initial covering and so that's what you want to see kind of the same thing here you go you same thing happened here so barclays gave it a ten dollars but an overweight overweighting and so that's what we're definitely see ten dollars versus an, an approach that's saying 12 or 15 so there you go. The value is probably there, guys. We're going to see if it keeps going. This one hasn't really spiked as much as FOA. So just keep these on watch the next couple of days. Let's see if we get these to keep moving. All right, guys. So it looks like we're about to wrap up. We're about to get to the power hour up next, guys. I'm not going to go too far into 12. I hope you guys enjoyed me today. I did opening at the bell also. So uh, I, I got to go take a break. I got to go ahead and get some water, get on out of here. But let me know in the comments below, guys, what you guys want to see on SPAC's attack. Do you guys want us doing more interviews? Do you guys just want us doing more in-depth dives into companies so that you guys can see what we see? Do you guys want us to do more of like this, a free day where I'm just going through stocks that you guys mentioned in the chat? The best way that you guys can help us get better, and, the, and if you guys want to see content get better, 
let us know in the comments below so that I can make those changes. One of the things is I work very hard in the background to keep pushing specs. So you guys out there keep helping me out and hit that like and hit that share button. That's one of the best ways you could definitely help us out. So it looks like we, we want some more interviews. Put it in the comments. Comments, comments, guys. That's what's really going to help us out because, you know, one thing is you put it up in the chat. But am I going to see that in, in two hours? No, guys. I'll tell you right now, every single day at the end of my day, I open up my YouTube studio on my phone and I start rolling through the comments and I'm just answering the comments, guys. So please, please do me the favor. Hit me up in the comments below after the chat and I'll definitely enjoy that. Um, and, I'll, and I'll answer back. You'll see it. It'll be signed by me. I, I sign them when I go ahead and answer back guys. So you guys know that we're really working and getting towards that. Like always guys, we're going to keep working hard here. Check out money Mitch tonight, guys. If you guys want to know a little bit more about money, Mitch, what I do on there is I just talk about these story stocks. Um, recently I've been talking about value plays. That's why I'm also mentioning value plays on SPACs attack. Look for those value plays. I think this market's really getting focused on value and so if value is going to be a play for maybe the, the summertime, I think that's what really what you're going to see. I think growth comes back, but in Q3, not Q2. And so in Q2, I'm going to be looking for those value plays, value, value, value. I'm looking for that PE return. I'm looking for low multiples underneath 10 because that really gives that drive look, that value. And sometimes we got to pay attention to the fundamentals. They actually matter, man impressive but looks like my schooling actually mattered so i'm gonna actually pay attention to it you guys already know make the move watch money mitch uh money mitch is a, right now a 30 minute show we've done an hour before but we really mix it's around 45 minutes we do some in-depth dive and look into some other things but like always guys hit the like we're gonna keep going and building with you guys we'll see you here tomorrow on spax attack please please let my man Chris Ketchy. You guys can find him on Twitter in the description below. Let him know. Get well soon. Send him the gift. Everybody, let's do it. Let's send him the get well gift. Let him know that the Spax fam truly appreciates Chris and everything that he does for us. So like always, guys, hit the like, and I'll see you guys next time. Ooh, that uppercut, you don't want it. You don't want it.